Hello and welcome to the Campaign Podcast. I am Gurdjit Deegan, Campaign's Creativity and Culture Editor. Today we have another Christmas ad special because there are just so many to get through. And joining me today is Lindsay Atkin, Executive Creative Director for Creative and Richard Brim, Chief Creative Officer at Adam and Eve DDB. Hello to you both. Hello. Um, so uh, what do you make of uh, the Christmas ads this year so far? Any general thoughts? It seems like there's more every year, doesn't there? Yeah, I felt like that, yeah. <laughs> it's tricky, isn't it, with these? Because it's sort of, I did a bit of a, a watching stuff back to back. And it's interesting when you watch them back to back because then you try and remember them and some certainly sort of blend into each other, don't they? And I think it, it's quite evident the ones that, that, that start to cut through. But yes, I think... It's always the way with Christmas, isn't it? It's got its, it's got its themes. Rick? Yeah, I think I think it's 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 there's some good ones and there's some not so good ones and there's themes and there's ones that all look like they've been shot in the same house and uh, there's ones that really stand out and I think I think yeah. every year we have the same sort of view on it. I don't I don't think this year is any different i think i think what we're lacking is an absolute barnstormer of, of a one mm. um, um i definitely have favorites but i don't think there's the if you think back to christmas past not to get all sort of charles dickens on us but um there's not there's not uh uh whoa that's going to stand the test of time mm. i think which is a shame because i think I mean, it's an often overused um, analogy, but this is our Super Bowl. And and I think we should have ones that stand the test of time. And I'm not sure yet. I know there's still a couple more to come. I'm not sure yet there's a, there's a, there's a, that is going to go down in the history of, of Christmas advertising piece of work yet. So there's a lot of celebs. Um, It kind of almost feels like it's turning into who can get the biggest celebrity have a problem with celebrities per se I think they've just got to be in there for a reason and I think the idea can't be the celebrity Mm. um, which is the same you know going back to the Super Bowl I think it's the same I don't know if it's criticism point that we would level at Super Bowl in in being it's like anything right it's all got to be there for a reason and if it's there for sort of the sake of it it does start to feel a little hollow potentially mm. um but then i mean that's us looking at it critically right I, I, you know i think with the public if it's somebody that they like you know don't think they think necessarily that it's evident of us being corporate shills um but um but yeah it is potentially starting to feel a little bit like how much money can we chuck at something a little bit yeah i think i, I You've asked two very hard questions, staff. Sorry, so it's gone, it's gone to quite a, it's gone to quite a neggy place off the bat. So I think I think I think we need to do the obligatory. Everybody works really hard on Christmas ads. Yes, and, they do. And, yes, and everybody tries. Um, some try more than others, and 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 some. Uh, so I think I think everybody should be applauded for 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 what what's out there. I think I think some have landed, some haven't, and. It's Christmas. It's silly. It should be nonsense. I think. I think the ones that are rising, we can speak about specifics. The ones that are sort of making me 
chuckle are the ones that are probably the silliest ones. Um, okay. And the and the and the yeah. But I think I think it's it, 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 we're, yeah. I think I think you ask us two very hard questions to start. <laughs> Sorry. <off. laughs> anyway, All right. Let's 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 anyway, get into real the ads real quick. Let's get into the ads uh, to review, um, and we'll we'll start with the big one, uh, Rick. And is it the first time in fourteen years that or thirteen years that Adam and Eve hasn't worked on this? It's John Lewis. Uh, so John Lewis and Partners uh, let your traditions grow by Saatchi and Saatchi London. Uh, it follows the relationship between a young boy and a Venus flytrap. It was created by Alex Kosterman and Avani Mann and directed by Megaforce. Let's have a quick listen to the ad. Ran? Ran? Can I have this? So, Lindsay, what did you think? Oh, do you know what? It, like, I think first and foremost, you know, going back to what Rick just said about we, we should have started off applauding, like how much work people put into these things because it isn't, it isn't easy and it's months and months and months of work and time and all of those things. Um, and so I think with this, you know, you have to sort of say hats off to kind of Frankie because I think stepping into an advertising franchise that is so revered by the industry and the public and not fucking it up I think um the pressure of that I think has to be acknowledged um the more I watch it the more I like it uh I think you know the performances are strong I, I totally buy into the the, the plan snapper, I sort of, I, I buy him and I like him. Um, I mean, you see what's going to happen a mile off. It, 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 it follows a playbook that isn't hugely different from where we have been before with John Lewis ads, right? And you go, okay, well, maybe that's a really smart thing because it's, in some ways it's the same, but it's different. Um, and it's not totally ripping up the the, the book and, and doing it again. Um I think the choice of music was really smart. I think, um, you know, something that feels like it's got a bit more chaos to it, a kind of, you know, it's hard to be weird at Christmas. It's really hard to make sort of offbeat choices. And I think that that's there in that. And I think um, I think that really works. I really wish that they hadn't had the bit at the end where the plant kind of vomits products because it the sort choice, of feels, yeah. it, it, it starts to feel a bit, um, God, I'm trying to think of a way to say this. It doesn't, it starts to feel a bit Argos and not very John Lewis. And I think we've we've all grown up with those John Lewis ads of it, the, all the heart being in, in the story. And I think that that moment of consumerism at the end just pulls you out of it. And I think I want to enjoy that, that story a bit more. Um, so yeah, I think as I say, the more I watch it, the more I like it. Um, I think it's it's really well made, it's well done, it's a hell of a brief to go and, and do. So I kind of yeah, I um I, I applaud them. But I'm also sat here looking at Rick. 
it's a tough. I mean, it, it, I, I can't, I can't, I can't comment on whether I like it creatively or not because I think there'll always be a sense of bias there, and and there'll always be a sense of what what. what I, I, I can only comment really on the facts, and 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 the facts are, I was expecting something very different. Um, I was expecting something that that came at things differently um and and that that was the biggest surprise for me um i think as someone with experience of how the last of briefs and the years of getting this piece of work out i'm really glad that restrictions have been lifted and you can tell magical stories and you can use characters and they can they can really get kind of creative and and start start like start telling creative stories again and not with without without constraints of whatever um and and um um yeah i think i, I think that's a, a a good thing um yeah I, it, 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 it's a hard thing for me to for me mm. to, for, for me to to, to to comment on. I think I think um, um, I'm, I'm glad that that as an industry, an agency has been allowed to make a magical story around Christmas and 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 a story that um, aims to elevate Christmas storytelling, and it most definitely has that ambition. Okay, thank you. Um, next, Rick, this is probably also going to be a difficult one for, uh, one for you to answer, um, is the Waitrose and Partners ad, um, also which uh, supermarket owned by the John Lewis Partnership. Um, again, this is an account, as I said, Rick and Adam and Eve used to work on, Adam and Eve DDB, sorry. Uh, the, this year's ad is called It's Time for the Good Stuff. Um, and again, by Saatchi and Saatchi London. Uh, this one shows a kids-free festive party, uh, complete with a range of waitress food and people really enjoying themselves. And of course, an appearance from Graham Norton. It was created by Ashley Milholin, Sam Pasco, Olivia Weston, Heath Sims, Emily Downing and Christine Lever. Um, it was directed by Autumn DeWild through Anonymous. Let's have a quick listen. They're early. Hands back together. <laughs> Lindsay, would you like to kick us off again? This is really tough because I say things and then Rick's like, I can't comment on it. Um, so it's, it's no, I'll, I'll comment on this one. You comment on this one, comment on this one. Um, ah, what do I think? What do I think? I... Oh, it gets better as it goes on. <laughs> And I know I just said with the last one, the more I watch it. Um, I do, there are things that from the off I'm in. I think it's, I get it. I, I love, you know, the kind of big camp parties, fun. Um, I think uh, it, it does a really good 
job for waitress. I really like the idea of like it doesn't matter how shit things are as long as you've got a massive wheel of brie to kind of knock back. I think like that thought is really strong and it's really great. You know, it's that whole thing about waitress, the quality of the food. So I think it does quality in an interesting way. Um, I just wish there wasn't so much exposition at the top of the film. You know, it's sort of if you just cut the dialogue from it, I think because it feels like hard work to begin with and it's a bit, you know, I don't know whether it's like any kind of party really that starts off kind of awkwardly and then it finds its stride at the end. I think the moment with the police is really nice. Graham Norton's, it's, that's a nice joke around the food there. Um, but I think it, I would have loved a slightly more interesting track on it. Um, but look, I think I think it taps into a really nice thought for Waitrose and does quality in an interesting way. See, I, I completely disagree with you. Oh, <laughs> about about so 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 knowing Waitrose and knowing I mean everybody knows Waitrose. Waitrose is is um, famous for the the trouble they go to for their suppliers, the 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 ingredients they use, the the recipes they create. They, they they there's a reason why they're that bit more expensive. There's a reason I've been I've been in caves in 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 Wookie Hole where cheese is being turned by somebody. And 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 they do that, and every other supermarket claims to do that. But they really, I, I've I've been on the farm when they're la- where they're warming the vines with with candles, and I mean it, it, the the level of detail and the level of care and the level of attention that they go to around their food is immense. And I think this shows that absolutely no respect. I think the food looks ordinary. I think I think the the I, I I can't remember the food I can't and I'm not saying it should just be food but but I I, I don't think it shows that level of detail the respect it deserves um, and that's before you get into the, uh, the 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 actual story and the ad which I think feels generic supermarket and in no way whatsoever Waitrose. Um, unfortunately, uh, I think the acting's a little bit hammy. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think um, it doesn't. It just it doesn't feel special. And Waitrose is special. I, 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 I if, if that finished on um, another supermarket's logo, you'd be like, okay. It's really interesting. I'd not really thought about it from the angle and the provenance and the special yeah. sort of thing before. And I think it's. You know, when you when you do talk about it like that, you are like, oh shit, yeah, you're right. I think there is there is an element of, but then you know, I don't know, I don't know whether they've turned around and gone, we want to be more, you know, how we, sure how can you be fun with provenance? I don't know. That's really tough. I'm sure they have. Um, so I don't know, but it's really interesting from that angle. I'd not really thought about it that. that and maybe, maybe, maybe I'm I'm talking about something that that they once were and maybe not anymore. And I don't know what the brief they were working to to was. It just the first thing I I I I felt when I saw it was, ooh, like, ooh, that 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 doesn't that 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 I, 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 that that fish thing could be from anybody that yeah i do remember the fish because i was like i don't want to eat that (laughs) 
sort of gold salmon mousse. But then, I mean, I just, I, frankly, I just don't want to eat salmon mousse, Rick. So. That's fair enough. Not, <laughs> I think you're either a salmon mousse type of person or you're not, Lindsay. I think, I think. Well, and you can't beat yourself like, up about it. Well, this is it. In my world, I may be like, just like a fancy party. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. Maybe my point of reference is slightly off. It looks like a party. I'd, I used to kind of walk in and then all of a sudden you'd like, I'm really sorry, I've um, uh, I've got to go. Turn, turn on the heels. I've got to go. For me, you know, the food was, Waitrose is about the food and, and, and they, they've always been about the food and I don't think the food has shown enough reverence. Okay. So next we have Etsy. Uh, this one takes inspiration from the film Mission Impossible. The ad is called Your Mission and it's by US-based agency Orchard. Uh, we have a series of four ads that explore the challenges of shopping for loved ones at Christmas. Um, it was directed by Perry Morton and Grady Linehan and directed by Steve Rogers through Biscuit Filmworks. Let's have a quick listen. They look the same, they're not the same Different gifts, help me One likes clothes, one likes art Wait a sec, Etsy Painting set Jumpsuit I know my own children Sort of. Great gifts made by real people. Etsy has it. Why don't we start with Rick this time? What did you think of the ad? I really like them. They're dumb. I think <laughs> some. I think some lyrics are, are better than others, and I think. I think. Um, I like the way they're really kind of. They're not too. Too overwritten. They're not. They're not trying too hard to to rhyme or. Like it's almost like it's being made up on the spot, which I love. I, th- I think they're directed really well. Um, they make me look at Etsy differently. I think they're they're silly, memorable, and and yeah, I like them. Lindsay, I really like them. I really like you know to mix point. It feels as somebody who spends a lot of their time making up lyrics to yeah. songs to like the chagrin of everybody else in my life the day I walked down the stairs singing to my cat a song I'd made up to her to the theme of uh, meet George Jetson and then met the cleaner at the bottom of the stairs I was like you know I do that <laughs> and so it really like I really I really enjoyed that um it does they feel off the bat that kind of intentional sort of awkwardness is lovely I also love the fact that you know when you we look at the canon of Christmas adverts so much of it is about togetherness and parties and, and actually something that explores like personal anguish yeah (laughs) but it's you know something that goes after that very insular personal anguish of buying it's quite dark which i which i quite i quite like and it feels much smaller and i think that actually they're just really charming um yeah i'm a big fan Brilliant. Okay. Uh, one that we like. That's good. Uh, so next up uh, is Asda with Make This Christmas Incredible. Do you see what they did there? Um, by Havas London. Uh, so Michael Bublé stars in this ad. Um, he is the supermarket's chief quality officer and walks around tasting and checking um, Asda's food and clothing. It was directed by Taika Waititi through Hungry Man and created by Natalie Gordon, Dan Cole and Vicky Maguire. Let's have a quick listen. 
clean up on aisle five? <clears throat> Isaiah, let's go. Products to approve. Yes, I knew that. Hey, everybody. Yeah! I hear someone tried to push mackerel for Christmas dinner again this year. Barry. But then I also heard that brown butter and spiced dark rum are this year's food flavor trend. And there's still loads to do, so bring Mr. Buble your best. Yes, and this place looks amazing. And that smells so good. Hey, big cheese. So, Lindsay, did this get you in the Christmas spirit? Oh, if I, if I say no, I'm going to feel like a Grinch, aren't I? Um, I think uh, it's quite a leading question, Virgin. I think, I think it's a really, really well-made ad. I think it's a hell of a performance from, um, from Michael Bublé. I... So that's a no. <laughs> You're not supposed to call out the subtext, Rick. You're supposed to play along. You're supposed to play along. Look, I think, no, nah, do you know what? It's fun. It's entertaining. I, I think I'm just going, oh, what's the idea that isn't Michael Bublé? I think a little, but there's some really, there's some, there's some nice bits in it and it's fun. I wish he didn't sing at the end. Um, but that makes, again, makes me sound really Christmas cold hearted. But I think, you know, Elf was brilliant the, the last year. And I think, you know, this sort of, the idea of going after sort of big vehicle stuff is, you know, that's that might be as just planned from now on. I think it's just, I don't know, I think I'm just looking, I want it to have a little bit more soul, I think. You touched on something that I think is really interesting. As is really finding its feet of what it's doing, I thought Elf was great. I think this is... I think, I think this is great. I, I showed it at home and, and the comment was... Well, I bet you're glad you've not got anything in the uh, in the game this year with that. And I think I think people people Buble is popular, and and Buble doesn't come across as a dick. Um, yeah, I think he, I think he comes across as really likable with some great performances, and 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 I think he fits into the environment really well. And Tyker's done a great job of it. It, it. I think I think it's a it's a really solid piece of work that that. The public will love because they love anything to do with Buble and Christmas. We know that, um, and and I really like where Asda's going with this sort of in-store kind of juxtaposition with in-store. I mean, it's interesting. I listened to last week's one, and, and David touched upon that sort of like overly brash American mixed with sort of overly English sort of juxtaposition. And I get I get that a little bit. I do. Um, but I got that last year with Elf as well. Um, but I, I really, I, I like what Asda's doing. It's finding, it's it's finding its groove, and it's it's it, it it feels different to last year, but part of the same family. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I agree. You, you don't watch it and go, "What that feels really wrong for Asda." It's starting to feel like it's it's building a really strong sense of itself, particularly at Christmas. Yeah. Um, and I think that unashamed populism, I think, bang on for Asda. Um, so it's great. I think just the director was just thrilled people were allowed to speak in his Christmas ad this year because we did the Amazon one last year where like the dad and daughter just weren't allowed to speak to each other, just had to communicate, just had to communicate in exaggerated facial expressions. So I think they've gone to town, but um, but yeah, I mean, truly, it is a hell of a performance. It's really, yeah, it's gonna, really enjoyable. I am going to put fifty quid on next year's being Mariah. <laughs> Mariah on the tills. Just saying. 
<laughs> Singing down the tannoy. Singing down the tannoy. Okay, so next up we've got um, fellow supermarket Morrison's with uh, More of the Winning Feeling by Leo Burnett. This time a pair of oven gloves are centre stage as the brand wants to be on the side of people hosting Christmas dinner. The work was created by Gareth Butters and directed by Tim McNaughton from the Bobsy Twins. Let's have a quick listen. Look in your eyes, I see a paradise. This world that I found is too good to be true. Let them see we're crazy. I don't care about that. Put your hand in my hand, baby. Don't ever look back. Let the world around us just fall apart. Baby, we can make it if we're hard to hide. Rick, what did you think? Oven gloves for your... This is my winning Christmas so far. It's 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 daft. It's silly. The track gets you. you, you it came on TV the other day, and every single one of uh, the brims looked up from what they were doing, which is a which is a hard ask. Um, and it's it, it's silly. I think there's a loads of nice observations in there. Um, it's it's something that I would have liked to have got my hands on and gone. Oh, you could do that. You could do this. Or what about that? And 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 I think the performance, I particularly like the one that comes in from the ceiling. Because it just shouldn't come in from the ceiling. <laughs> yes, uh, and, and I know we're on podcast, and you can't see me doing that with my hand. But yeah. <laughs> no um, one wants to see you doing that with your yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's daft. I think it, it, it it's got a real insight. I love the fact. I, I think, it, I think it feels very Morris. Like, I, I don't know what Morrison's is yet because they're just starting. But it feels like this is what Morrison should be. Um, and I, I love it that it came from Morrison's. I love it that it came from Morrison's because it's, it's it's sort of it's always best when 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 you get like a a surprise one from somewhere left field. Like Asda last year mm-hmm. felt like a complete mm-hmm. sort of left field. Like whoa, what the hell? What, what what the fuck? But um, I, yeah, I loved it. They did a really well job. A good job. The direction is good. Dare I say, it feels a little doogly, which is nice. Um, I, th- I think that, that, that is a compliment. That's not like a, um, it, 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 I, I think it. I think it. I think it feels. I think it feels fun. Lindsay, uh, yeah, I love it. I love it. Joy, joy, joy yeah. on a stick. That's it, it is so silly, so brilliant. Um, uh, I mean, again, not just, sounds like the cat thing. I love the cat over the fish. I think it's mm. just really lovely. You know when you watch work and you can tell someone has had an absolute ball yeah. making it? Yeah. That's how it feels. And I think, you know, we talked about food and stuff earlier. The food's all there, but they managed to show it, but it's not the central focus, but you still get it out of it, you know. To exp- I sort of wish it had gone even more gangbusters, like towards the end. I sort of wanted more, more, more. But, yeah. um, oh, I could just watch it again and again. It's 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 fab. Brilliant. So another supermarket next, Aldi, which is back with uh, Kevin Carrot. This year's ad is called Kevin and the Christmas Factory. Uh, once again, created by uh, McCann UK. The work is a spoof of Roald Dahl's Charlie and Chocolate Factory. And Willie Conker shows a range of vegetables around his factory. Let's have a quick listen. 
A magical Christmas Eve. The most wonderful time of year. Five lucky winners waited, then William Conker appeared. Inside, the Plumpty Dumpties prepared a big celebration. Welcome to my world of festive innovation. Look, trumpeting sprouts. The guests were told politely they really mustn't touch, but the greedy, gluttonous grape didn't listen very much. My beautiful gravy. Lindsay? It's tough, right, isn't it, finding a new story every year. Um, uh, uh, do you know what? There's one thing that I just can't unsee, and that is I am from Yorkshire and I didn't think anything would put me off gravy, like ever, but there's something about the gravy river in this hat that just, just don't want it. Which is weird because that's, that's the stuff of dreams. Right. When you watch Did the original I... Charlie Chocolate Factory, you just said, I, I wish it could be gravy instead of uh, milk oh, chocolate. Just just do a little Yorkshire pudding arch and it just would be, I would be in absolute heaven. But there's, I don't know, there's something about the, the sort of tone of it. Um, look, it's, it, as I say, it, it's hard. It's sort of obviously did Home Alone last year and, and, and moved on to Willy Wonka. I think there's a, there's, there's a lot going on. Um, but I think fans of fans of um, fans of Kevin, I think, will, will will probably be on board with it. I think um, I just I, I want you know if they if they use him again next year, it would be just nice to have something that isn't. Oh, we've taken the film property and then we've we've looked at how we can adapt that for ninety seconds. It would be nice to see you know where else that could could go. I I I I'm in a. Wonka's big this year, big the big property this year, um, big Christmas film. It it feels it's playing into that. I kind of like that. Um, I think as an ad industry, we get bored very, very quickly of things. Um, I'd be interested to see whether the public get bored of it um, or they're just lo- longing for what's, what's Kevin's. Uh, he's done The Greatest Showman. He's done um, uh, Home Alone and he's done... He's now done Wonka. Home Alone for me was actually, that was where, where the mum actually looked like the mum and uh, with the green leaves. And and actually I was, I was I was at Cyclope last week and it came up in animation. And all the Brits in the room were like, yeah, it's Kevin the Carrot. And all the Americans were like, that's fucking brilliant. So I think, I think with a little bit of, a, with a little bit of um, perspective, um, it's Kevin the Carrot. It's like a national institution now. And, 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 I'm sh- I'm sure when that brief comes in, it's like, what can we do within this year? And I'm sure it's a lot of fun, and I'm sure it, there's a lot of protective protectiveness around it. But again, it's it's I'm sure the public love it, and it's just it's it's a reassuring, it's a re- it's almost like that. What what's the um star? But like the pumpkin, the, the latte, like where, where it's, it's, it's one of the spicy yeah. spicy. But um, yeah. it's like that. It's like okay, now it's Christmas because Kevin's doing something. With a film, and, and there's a familiarity to it that um, I don't think is a bad thing. It's like the enduringness of, of Meerkat. Like the first couple of Meerkats, the industry were like, "This is fucking brilliant." But then, then we then we move on. But I don't think I don't think Joe Public out there does. I think they just they're just like, "Oh, I like I like the reassuring familiarity of it." And isn't it clever they've done Wonka because Wonka's in the cinema? What I want is an Australian wombat Kevin collab. 
Okay, thank you. Um, so next we have uh, McDonald's. Uh, this is Fancy a McDonald's This Christmas by Leah Burnett. Uh, it's the third instalment of Re- the Raise Your Arches campaign, um, which was launched earlier this year. The festive ad opens at a dull office Christmas party when a man suggests going for a McDonald's simply with his eyebrows. It was created by Emma Brooke, Angus Crombie and Drew Davies and directed by Shannon Murphy through Smuggler. Let's have a quick listen. What did you make of it, Rick? I missed a bit of the raise your arches. It feels it feels like it's it's neither hither nor thither. It, it, I expected a lot more of the rate, like the first one. Of the eyebrows. Yeah, the first one. Um, it's that. It's it's all that. And 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 I think they could have done a real Christmas doing that. And I think they they kind of stopped short. Like when the when the mannequins look at each other, there's no raised arches. There's just that kind of look. And I think it needed to lean more into raised arches. Um, I, I mean, I love that it just gets ridiculous and it just gets more and more and more and more. But um, I think they missed a trick by not doing more raised arches. I, I thought the first one was great. I'm not so keen on the one in the traffic jam. Um, but I think, this is, I think this is a little bit of a missed opportunity. I think they could have really gone for the... And again, I, I realise it's a podcast, but I'm doing that with my arches. He's raising his arches. Yeah. <laughs> his eyebrows, everyone. Sorry, his they, could, they could have done. They could have done a lot more of that. I think, um, but it's funny. Like it's fun. It's, but but I, I think they missed a trick. They, they, they could have been a lot more raise your arches. Yeah, I agree. I think it's there's a little bit where it's part raise your arches and it's part sort of almost like here come the girls are here and that sort of mass. Um, kind of what and I think and then again you then kind of get the love actually bit and I think there's maybe just a few different ideas going on and I think if it had just been a bit more single-minded and like a kind of festive raise your arches because I, I thought the first one was great um and I think um yeah I mean again I like the fact that it feels they've moved on from McDonald's being you know, again, it was doing that years past. It's done that sort of sentimental family time thing at Christmas. And I think I, I like the fact now they've moved it towards this more sort of uh, kind of grown up, you know, moment in the chaos, which I think is uh, I think is nice. I think I like the knowingness about it, of where it is. And so I think, yeah, um, yeah. that comes through. That comes through, which is nice. It just to, yeah, I agree with Rick. More More eyebrows, please. I don't know why they didn't, because there's so many. They, like even with the love actually thing, you, like it's just like this, and then you just point up, and it's like, like you could have had you could have had some really good gags in there. You could have. I'm not saying that is a good gag, but like you could have had you could have you could have, and, and, and it just it just it just feels raise your arches like I would have just yeah. doubled down on it. Brilliant. Uh, okay, so next we have uh, Amazon with Joyride. It shows three elderly women sitting on a park bench watching children sledding in the snow. With the help of Amazon, one woman orders uh, some cushions and encourages her friends to also go down uh, the, the slope. Um, the ad was created in-house and directed by Wayne McClammy through 
hungry man. Let's have a quick listen. Lindsay, do you want to kick off on this one? Oh, I'm, it's the mute people in the Amazon ads again. And I, I can't get past it. Like, because it's just, it's that thing of, isn't it? It's clearly a global because the laughter at the end, but the beginning of it is just people communicating in exaggerated facial expressions. And I, I can't, I cannot get past it. I couldn't get past it last year. I can't get past it this year. Um so yeah, <laughs> that's where my my critique begins and ends because I just I, I I cannot get past it. More chitter chatter. <laughs> well, do, do you know what I mean? It's because it's like either don't have them community, you know, or do, but it's just it's the mime. It's the sort of it's the mime that I just can't. It really, 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 really bothers me. Very specific. <laughs> but you know because it's that thing you know when you can see and you're like oh I get it was global and so no one speak and, yeah but it, and it's that you can kind of see that and it's yeah um, yeah it's, I, I struggled I, I struggled to get into it um, I mean look it's fun the idea of it doesn't have to be a big glitzy present you can buy your mate a bomb cushion that's sort of quite funny Um but I don't know if they know it's as funny as it. I don't know. Do you think that's what they type in, bum cushion? And the algorithm means <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. It's, what I, it's what I type in, mate. <laughs> bum cushion, it comes straight to you. Therein, therein lies the problem. I just want loads of bum cushions to take to my uh, Waitrose house party. <laughs> I think it's sweet. I think it's I, 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 now 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 you said that I, I, I find it hard to unsee that. I think it's sweet. I think I think they always do something. They always they always do things with a, that feel of a scale. And again, yeah. I like that. I really I really like the the fact it feels of a scale, like the a Beatles track, and it, it feels very well put together. And it, it 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 it's not it's not probably the most scaly of Amazon's. Amazon's work, but um, it, it's fun. I think. I think the, the, the castings. It, yeah, it's 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 good. I, I don't. I don't. I don't see that. I don't see it. It, it. 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 It's not my whoa, but it's 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 good. But I'm never gonna. I'm now. No, I'm now not gonna be able to see the unsee the uh, the talking thing. I'm sorry. Okay, I think we have time for one more. So uh, let's go with um, another supermarket, Lidl. Um, so this year's ad has been created by DDB Germany, when past ones have been uh, by Accenture Song. And it's called A Magical Christmas and follows the story of a raccoon who saves a day when a mother drops a stuffed toy she's bought for her son. Um, let's have a quick listen. There's a light shining bright on a deep winter night. So if accidents happen, then all that matters is knowing that somebody's close. 
Rick, what do you think? I felt like I'd sniffed glue. <laughs> and I mean that, I mean that in a in a what am I watching? And and I can't decide whether it's it's absolute. I, 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 it, it was it was like it it it, it was kind of like AI put a Christmas ad together, and it, it had everything in there. It had it had like the the lost it had the lost Teddy. It had the cute animated character. It had the forlorn parents looking on, going oh. It had the the, the broken ornament, um, and and it, it was almost like. You, do you remember when It's a Tide ad came out and it was like, and there was a point where you felt, okay, this is this is the natural ending. Oh, no. Okay, this is the natural ending. Oh, hang on. Okay, this is the natural ending. Whoa, and we're off, we carry on. And I can just applaud the over-enthusiasm of everybody involved. We've got a Christmas ad and we're going to do it. Like, oh, throw in that, throw in that. Throw in. So, so I watched it with my nine-year-old, and his 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 mouth just was just open the whole time, and and he was like, "I love it." So so I, I'm not I'm not I'm not dissing it at all because because a lot of effort's gone into it, but I didn't know what I was watching or what I was taking out, and I didn't know that that was good or bad, but it was a it was an event. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more. It's wild. I couldn't agree with that. <laughs> I couldn't I agree couldn't more. Agree. I couldn't agree with it. <laughs> it's absolutely wild. Um, I start to feel really emotionally manipulated because it's that uh, anything, anything that isn't animated, small furry character, I'm not, I'm in. And tick. then it's sad and I tick. I just, I'm completely, completely with it. But it is, you're just like, I don't, there's so many different stories. And I think, you know, look, it does, it's that animated character kind of thing. And, uh, you know, ultimately, Rick, we only have you to blame for, <laughs> for all that. There, there is, there is, I was talking to, I was talking to um, somebody here the other day. It's like somebody found the bottom drawer here. And just then stitch them all together. And that, fuck it, let's do it all. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. That's the thing. You have to applaud it. You have to just go. They've just thrown everything, and you just say, you know what? It's Christmas. Why the fuck not? Let's have it. Let's have. Yeah. Let's have it all. Let's have it all. But you know what? I think that the, the raccoon is very well done. But that also made me go, where are we? Because I was a bit like, you know, back to the sort of the wrong hedgehog on the trampoline in the, you know, box of the dog years ago. I was like, but we don't have raccoons in England, do we? Do we have, you know, you're just like, wait, are we in America? No, it's not. It's little. Is it Germany? I went all around the world watching this ad, all around I thought, it. I it thought was... the snowy scene looked like Manchester. <laughs> and I actually said, oh, that's definitely Manchester. And then <laughs> it's clearly not. Yeah. Oh, um, but that's what I mean. What a wild ride of an ad. I'm quite into it. <laughs> it, it. It's the one that people like when they say, "Have you seen? Have you seen little?" You, uh, everybody's face is like, "Oh, it's just like whoa!" And and yeah. and you know what? Why not? Why why yeah. why not? Why not? Because because as I say, how my my nine year old like face a gog. Brilliant. <clears throat> Thank you so much, both. And uh, that is all we have time for today. So if you'd like to learn more about what we have been discussing today, please visit our website, campaignlive.co.uk. Details of our subscriptions are available at campaignlive.co.uk forward slash membership. 
If you enjoyed this episode of Campaign Podcast, please follow us, like us and leave a review. And a big thank you to Haymarket Studio producer Till Owen and also our producer Aidan Lyons from Rethink Audio. And to you for listening, I hope you will join us next time. On behalf of the campaign team, goodbye.